to my first country concert ever this summer. Chris Stapleton. Talking to the microphone because we're live now. Went to my first country concert this summer. Chris Stapleton. Um, I knew there was going to be camouflage. I knew it. I didn't want to be left out. So I went to the Lids Outlet, which is right across the street from my house at like 71st and Keystone. $5. Natty Light, camouflage trucker hat. Um, it's now in the solid rotation. It does not leave the rotation. Oh <laughs> I fell in love instantly. It touched my cranium and my dome said, oh, I like this. Oh, it's, a, it's a good fit. Uh, big fan of just orange and camouflage at the same time. Makes a lot of sense, right? Well, I'm just, <laughs> well it's so you don't get shot is basically what they do with that. It's so that you, when you're hunting, unless you're, unless you're hunting with Dick Cheney, and then fuck yeah. it, you're just dead. Yeah, but natural you're light orange, is, you're defeating the purpose of the Natural light is uh, akin to this. Maybe, but it, you know. Oh, look at that. Uh oh Snap. Look at that Velcro. Hey, look guys. At that Patagonia. Um, okay, okay, hey, so hey, what's what's up? It's the Permanent Relegation Podcast. This, is, this has been a while. It has. Life has gotten in the way. Life is life. Is life. There's a lot of shit going on. There is. Personally. Yeah, all types of things. Things happened. Yeah. And then other things didn't happen. Yeah. Can we say congratulations to Andy Baumgartel? Gartel? Baumgartel? Gurgler? Baumgurgler? Congratulations, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do for my one-year anniversary? I have no idea. Is that we're going to go out to a nice dinner, and then I'm going to bounce to go do a fucking podcast with this guy. <laughs> we should all do that. <laughs> uh, happy happy one-year anniversary, Happy one-year anniversary to Lisa and Aaron. Yep. It's their one-year anniversary, apparently. Is it today? Yeah, today. Oh Today's then, the day. Yeah, yeah. and instead yeah. he left his wife instead he of going to dinner. for an anniversary dinner to, to come do come. this fucking podcast. <laughs> Lisa, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you. You're an angel. And I'll be home in a little bit. That's how you I don't, that's I don't how think you that's going to... You're going to have to plug it in over there, dude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Bullshit. Obviously, we haven't done this in two weeks, so a lot, a lot of dead air tonight. <laughs> A lot of uh, special thanks to Chatham Tap and Fishers. Uh, as always, you can listen to us on. God damn it, Aaron! You're a, you're just a. Oh my God, this is this this guy. <laughs> hey, you guys want a pod? So first oh guy. yeah, totally. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. pod with this fucking. Not guy. here yet. I, oh, listen, I just got to wrap up this. Uh, the best part is he goes this anniversary <laughs> dinner, not my anniversary dinner. This an did you say this anniversary yes, dinner did. in order to defer the fact from us asking if it was the actual? I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> But I already knew. Like, that was the best part. Oh, yeah, because we're friends on Facebook. Oh, my God, we are. Oh. He's watching. Aww. Hey, Bank. Kieran's watching. What up, Bank? We're looking good. Looking good, Kieran. What up, Bank? Hi, buddy. So if anyone's still listening or watching other yeah. than one-year-olds. He's almost married? two. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry, I'm not so good with dates, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really good with the number, so I always knew my anniversary was October 24th. Just how it falls on the calendar eludes me. Rebecca, if you're streaming this already when you go home uh, next year, we're going to schedule a podcast. Right and here. Right in the, we're going to do and, and honestly, so and you gonna be in gonna, that chair. She's going to be right here no, no, on the podcast with us, no, she won't. but she's without a microphone. Stay in her corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else um, do you guys want to talk about? Actually, we're, so the, the, the reason we're doing a show is a we haven't done, we, we haven't done one in like 
two months. Yeah. That's and true. every time I go to a game, everybody goes, Hey, when are you guys going to do Shogun? When are you going to do Shogun? Hey, look who this guy is. When are you going to do Shogun? Hey, it's Broken Finger. Uh, Ma- uh, fucking it's Mark. Jake Arietta. Yes, it's Jake Arietta with a broken finger. Oh, he's got a broken finger? Yeah, he had a fight he- with a door. That's <laughs> what he said. Oh, them doors. Wave. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Oh, my God. I told you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're still listening, uh, we haven't done <laughs> I think we're going to say that a lot. Yeah, uh, we haven't done a show for a while. Uh, Aaron, Aaron hit us up and was like, hey, uh, Indy. There's so much happening. Indies in the playoffs. Hey, guess what? There's a soccer team here in Indianapolis. We should talk about it. Essentially. Ooh, I like when it's all starts of, a sentence with essentially. All the moons, comma, and planets. Dot, dot, dot. I know, and it makes you cringe, doesn't it? Planets, like, essentially. Planets are lining up correct in, in the right order because the Cubs are four wins away from a championship. India is two wins away from a championship. Two things that we never really would, would uh, imagine that we would see this soon. Uh, and so there's a lot to talk about. It's soon. The Cubs, it's only been 108 years. Hey, so it gets real soon. I honestly thought I'd be in like my 60s if that wouldn't that happen. So why are you going like radio silence now? What the fuck is going on over here? Listen, you're not writing a blog. I'm blogging right now. <laughs> I'm live blogging in the podcast. Whoa. That would be that <laughs> being on the internet. Well, live honestly, that'd be streaming. awesome. Yeah. Say, say hi, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> so for dinner tonight, I mean, yeah. we had filet mignon. I mean, mashed potatoes. Uh, Brussels sprouts, oven roasted. I mean, it's fantastic. Wine, did you make this? Flowers. Yeah, I did all this. Uh, after work, I, I just ran over to the grocery store, and I, for the last three hours, I've been preparing dinner. So you just made like dinner for the night, because that's what you have to do every night. You have to eat, so you just made dinner. Great job. Yeah, except, I mean, I went all, I mean, except it's different. It's filet mignon. Yeah. It's just because it's the day, so in your yeah. mind, you think it's different. That's not special. You know why it's not different? Because you fucking left and you're here with I want to know. I want to know, seriously, if you're on my team or other people's. I'm on Lisa's team. Lisa's team. That's normal. That's pretty much everybody I've ever met. <laughs> so so consensus. She is an angel, though, for, for letting you be, basically go. She's a sweetheart. Did you uh, s- also, do you think she's ever going to let me live this down? Is that No. Thing? Listen, yeah. it's been so long since we had a podcast. It's been so long since we've been together. I actually asked for this. I said, hey, guys, can we get together? Right. So Chris said, let's get together on Monday. I said, sure. I don't have any fucking thing know. going on. I know. Right. <laughs> See, I didn't realize. Yeah, that you said there. Monday, and you could have easily gone. 72 hours later, I was like, shit, I got something to do. <laughs> <laughs> you could have easily gone, hey, guys. Yeah, I know. We've got this ex- distinguished guest sitting beside you, Aaron, that we had to reschedule if you couldn't make it. Yeah. You know what? It's so about Indy 11. Um, so go ahead. You have a lot that you want to bring up. Let's let's start from the beginning. Well, we all do. We all it have was, a lot to talk about. It was 2013. We don't want to do that. Oh, no, not not that beginning. We okay. don't want to do that. Well, let's, let's talk, talk about this year. It's yeah. been a fantastic year. Yeah. And the team is setting records left and right. They can't stop. As, as long as uh, as long as we're playing at home, well, and not in except Florida. For this last game. No. Oh yeah, it's true. That, Every both. goal scored is a new record for for goals on the season. So uh, they're now at 50, which is. Just phenomenal. Then I, I see the, the the goal differential at home is like plus twenty four or something like that. Yeah, if you had read my recent blog, it was plus twenty six. Yeah, oh. no big deal. <laughs> Which is available on permanentrelegation.com. <laughs> Head did, there right I, now. I did read it, but I couldn't remember what it said. Yeah, at home. So thirty seven goals <laughs> and sixteen matches. Chris has already left the conversation. He can't do this. I don't know. I can do this. I've already, already taken the mic off. I've already, already two glasses it. of Chardonnay in. So what, what's what's Are up, we gonna boys? cheers this? Yeah, cheers. It's a little full. 
Here's to you drink before you cheers. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Happy anniversary. <laughs> you to drink. That was the, Aaron, that's going to slip underneath the radar of that comment, and it was so good. What? Yeah. Oh, you drink before you cheers. <laughs> it cool. was really full, and I didn't I didn't want to spill all over my uh, freshly almost robbed. Um, <laughs> that's right. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so my garage got broken into, and uh, uh, no, this was probably about a month ago. Right I love how you just told me like fucking yeah. two nights ago yeah. at my house. Yeah. Like like it was like it was brand new information. No. No. <laughs> wasn't brand new. Uh, a bunch of houses in my neighborhood got broken into in the uh, safe suburb of Fish. Now, now keep in mind. Keep in mind that when I said, oh, my God, your house got broken into. He said, no. We're all holding the microphones. I, I'm, he, he goes, no. I'm and listening. I go, wait a minute. I'm so holding it like I'm drinking tea. <laughs> Continue with your story. I said my house wasn't broken in. He goes, your house is broken into. I go, no, just the garage. He goes, that's part of your house. I was like, that's not part of your house. <laughs> like they didn't have access directly into the rest of your house. Well, the do that door was locked. A little B and E. That dog, yeah. Chicken and eggs. So the yeah. best part about this is the only Delicious. thing that got stolen was some change in the cars. Mm -hmm. uh, Rebecca's garage door opener, and then this and thing got manhood. basically this got. Uh, Excuse me. This got uh, this, this got taken. I'm gonna take a break. You don't need me, right? <laughs> this got taken out of the garage. I get to the point where the dude cracks his head. It was, it was under, no, listen, it was under the tree. Oh and so get my neighbor comes out. Okay, listen, my neighbor comes out the following day and he goes, "Hey, I f uh, we f you found this under the tree? I just want to let you know. Sometimes when I'm doing yard work, I slam my head against one of the branches in the tree. So I'm hoping that wh whatever dipshit took this." was running from my house and just went slamming into the tree and this thing fell over and it was returned. So that's why we're doing a podcast. The uh, Aaron a celebration, the Aaron Gunyan first anniversary, Aaron, the anniversary podcast. I like so it. I don't know what exactly what the fuck he expected. This was going to be, but he's really <laughs> serious right now. He wants to talk about some shit and no. he's angry. He left his wife to uh -huh. be in here and we are not delivering. So uh, we better step it up. I honestly so said I'm, before I'm, you, I'm on ball. Now. I said before you got I'm, here, we're going to spend 15 to 20 minutes just ripping. No, on we're going to do this. Let's get into it. So well, I got season. here late, but Chris is on ball right now. That's what I'm we need. On ball. He's I'm on ball. Chris is on ball. I see what you did there. Mm. But no, I, that's what I actually said. It's called listening. Yeah. It's weird. He doesn't do that <laughs> ever. It's because I'm too worried about what I'm going to say next. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Yeah, so we're setting records left <clears throat> and right. Yes. Um, so heading into our, our final match that we have, um, we got to deal with OKC. Who cares? I mean, I care because it's a game, but who yeah, cares? It's, it's, in the, it's in Velcro City. <laughs> <laughs> in Velcro Town? It's right. in Velcro Town. It is a game that's important to OKC. Right. Yeah, it, it is. If they it win, is. they clinch their postseason spot. If they lose, it still becomes any man's game with uh, Minnesota United. Right. So does Indy come out and just want to spoil the party? Because Oklahoma City is kind of, of a bunch of fucks anyway. And If you're asking me, they've already played spoiler twice. The right. last two contenders they've yeah. faced have uh, been sent away wanting more. Carolina Railhawks had a chance. They were flirting with uh, the mm -hmm. fourth the fourth and final spot. And then Tampa Bay are also now eliminated from any playoff conversation. So Indy 11 has not backed down in the last couple of weeks, and they've had their second seed locked up right. for a while. Right. Everybody needs to be healthy heading into the postseason. That's number one priority. So what Man, do you do? Man, they are peaking. 
they are peaking so, do so you, high right do you now. want to turn down the throttle i don't want to turn the aggression down at all at this no. point well no no i'm not I, I don't think that's even what i said at all i said who cares i'm just saying oh. i'm ready for november 5th yeah like for us yeah we like that's like a, another tune-up game just keep it hot keep it ready keep the engines running going before you slam into november 5th slam into slam into so tampa 80s. bay is done done forever right that has not been announced, but every indication is that very, very soon. According to social media, they're done, done. And I've seen posts from other reputable newspapers and other more reputable blogs that have, have, yeah. have multiple sources saying that it's a done deal. Okay. So they the Tampa Bay Rowdies have USL? not officially Are they going said. USL? Yes. Okay. That is, that is the consensus. So when they leave and Fort Lauderdale flops, they're done. Right? Maybe. Wow. Okay. So... When because it's the, always good business sense to keep a team that draws in 1,300 people per game. Let, let me refresh you guys, and then we can jump in. Yeah. So, like, the teams that are are most likely out, Ottawa Fury, right. most likely out, yep. and Tampa Bay Rowdies, most likely out. Uh, next year, Minnesota, the following year. Minnesota is definitely gone. Yep. One thing that's uh, a monkey wrench right now is Ryo OKC. They may go on hiatus, which is the rumor right now. They right. may not fold entirely. They may be looking for a new venue or a new town. It's been a in. mess anyway, though. It is a dumpster fire that the fire's <laughs> out. Yeah. Now it's just a dumpster that's smoldering and smells like it was a dumpster fire. Right. So, like, right. they're like a little bit better. It's a little cleaner because it's the fire yeah. kind of cleanses. Yeah. Right. But then you added San Francisco. So yeah. that's great. And in Puerto Rico, once uh, Carmelo runs out of mon money, yeah. I mean, their jerseys already look like he ran out of money. Uh, they're just t-shirts <laughs> with names on them. They're really bad. Like I'm like, this seems really odd. Like San Francisco, the team that was broken also, here on the podcast. You know what's yeah. odd about that? He's he's in bed with Nike, pretty hardcore. I mean, uh, how did they not get the right. Jordans early? You know, I don't know. Guys, seen those yeah. Jordan cleats that are out right now uh, for Neymar? They're kind of sweet. How did they not get those early for Puerto Rico FC? And with the Jordan brand. And Carmelo Anthony, how did those jerseys end up looking like just absolute afterthought shit? <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, kids' jerseys. It looked like you bought it at Target, <laughs> or in you know, like you it's just those, hopped across the border to buy a <laughs> an off-brand Nike it's shirt. It's those Walmart Colts jerseys that don't look like they're legit, but you're like, yeah, they're definitely Colts jerseys. <laughs> right, blue, I guess. <laughs> It's got a horseshoe on the sleeve. It's got to be legit. Right. <laughs> Horseshoes upside down and shit just so they get out of infringement. <laughs> copyright things. So it's spelled C-O-A-T-S. Coats. Coats. Okay. <laughs> the coats. Let's go, coats. I'm a big fan. I should actually say it that way wearing this hat. Yes, as coats. you should. Let's go, coats. Anyway, I do like your look today, by the way. I the wish Peyton would come back. Can Columbia jacket. No, no. We're beer continue. shirt. And a natty light like camouflage <laughs> trucker hat. Happy anniversary. <laughs> This is what you got into. I'm going to give you the best of me. He's cooking that filet mignon, picking Maybe. his belly button. I just button. want you to know that you <laughs> Listen, I'm, I spent three hours doing hey, this, hey, and I got to hey, go. Hey, Gunyan, Gunyan's talking. Truthfully, what Jesus I said to her was, Christ. one year down. Wait, how many more of these do we have to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that was that in your card? That was what I wrote. Like, But you didn't say it. Wait, you some just, people oh, make it to 50, the golden anniversary. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I have it in me. Like, We just got married too late. I'm going to be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> Your card just said, congrats on not being divorced yet. <laughs> well, who would have thunk it? We made it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's it's it. Just well, well, in an ellipsis. It's well, but it's his face like this. <laughs> well, 
So okay, with so, with teams leaving, yeah, and all this recent talk about the NASL, NASL ownership sucking, basically taking the dumpster fire from Rio and just putting it uh, league wide. Uh, do you feel like there, there's do you uh, what's the over under of um, the NASL being around two years from now? I don't know if I can answer that. For me, it's definitely going to be around next year. Well, yeah. And I think 2018 is really likely as well. I think this is what I've been well, saying. What makes you think that? Uh, uh, why? Why do you think? Well, right now, right now, for sure, you have team ownerships that are invested. The ones that are going to remain, the core owners that are interested, want to be where they are. They have options. They can talk to other leagues, MLS or USL, or they could just fold if they were right. losing too much money. They chose the business model of NASL for whatever reason. Some feel like it's it's a better model. Peter Wilt certainly believes it's a better business model. And the right owners can come in and do what they want and make a little bit of money. Why is Tampa Bay leaving at this time? I think they're pissed off at the ownership group. I think they didn't like what how things were handled in Fort Lauderdale. I don't think they like the idea of picking up the tab. Yes. For other team owners that suck. Like Atlanta? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, the league had to pay uh, a certain amount of money. Yep. And keep that team afloat. And at the end, that team just dissolves. So none of that money is recouped in any way. Right. Um, it's a terrible investment. Right. And and you look at stuff like that. A, so a few more of those knock practice? the taste out of your mouth. So where's this good business practice that some, that people seem to believe in that aren't really in financially invested into? So that's good that he thinks it's a good one, but he's not financially invested into that. As far as the fans go, the fans... Um, like USL. The, I think USL is the better play. Because yeah. it's where people Agreed. are dumping their money. That's where I agree. If you go where people are investing the money and where there are more teams, and right now um, it's it's really undecided if there's a significant dis difference in the level of play. Yeah, sure. Last year, USL kicked NASL's ass in US Open Cup, and this year it flipped around a little bit. But overall, the level of play isn't that different. Um, Indy 11, for example, faced USL teams, three of them in preseason, and had a couple draws and a loss. I understand it's preseason. Right. But still, they're in preseason camp as well. So if everybody's in preseason, all things equal, on your home turf, you did not come away with victories against lower-tier teams. Right. I don't see that big of a difference in, in competition level. So for me, if I'm an owner, I go where there are more teams, where I can lower my cost, my operating costs for players, where I can lower my travel costs because... Yes, that's there you go. That's a that's, huge yes, one. You look at... In a hypothetical scenario, which isn't going to happen in 2017, but in a hypothetical scenario, you look at... Indy 11 jumping to USL and they could be in a division with Louisville, Cincinnati. Yeah, Dayton. They could be in Dayton's not in USL. No, 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 no. Okay. They could be uh, St. Louis, Louisville, Cincinnati for sure. And um, that's a really easy road trip for a lot of those teams where they Is don't have. Is there still a Detroit team that's possibly That's in uh, NPSL. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember what league that was going to be. No, they. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on with Detroit. That's a good story for them um, and soccer in this country. I really like that. One of the things that Peter Wilt has talked about recently, he released an article on Howler magazine, basically explaining potential markets and their value and, and what markets should be plucked or, or cultivated for, for new professional soccer franchises. He discussed something that I thought was really interesting, which was their homegrown factor, which is how many people, the percentage of people in that town that actually were born there, raised there, lived there, right. and and have set up roots. And it, it, basically, they have a better tribal mentality. They're more committed, they're more civically minded, and they care about their community. 
Detroit City FC is a prime example of that. Anybody left in Detroit at this point, I mean, they're from Detroit. Nobody's moving to right. Detroit right now. Right. So they're all hardcore Detroit people. That's why they're doing so well. Are you talking about his manifesto on pro soccer? He called it a manifesto. Somebody else called it a Bible. <laughs> I mean, we all appreciate Father Peter Wilt. Yes. If you want to, if you want to check that out, it's at whatahowler. We'll give them. Uh, yeah, it's not like they need it. Yeah. Whatahowler.com, and then just search for uh, Peter Wilt. You should read it. America's uh, Soccer Next Cincinnati is Omaha. That one. Yeah. Yeah. And so that back, bringing it back around to Rio OKC, that's an excellent segue, Andy. Thank you. It's not my first rodeo. <laughs> I knew you'd say something like that. Of course. So Omaha would be <laughs> Omaha would yeah. be something that would I think would work. You know, why did why did Rio OKC turn into a dumpster fire? Well, because we went to OKC again. We didn't need to. Yeah. You know, there are markets and and Peter Will lists 70 of them that are prime for picking and one of them's Omaha based on a number of different factors and um, there's nothing there right now. So possibly Ryo goes on hiatus and then reemerges in Omaha. That would be awesome, I think, for NASL if that could happen. Is it possible? Yeah. 2018. So with what would you prefer? Would you prefer Indy staying in an NASL team or would you prefer them going to the USL? Well, okay. Financial impact wise. We know where one person wants to stay. I mean, the person who's oh, yeah. invested the money is not going to want to go. I'm to saying as a, as a soccer fan, though. Yeah, but I think. Especially with the level of competition being right. the way it is and but being able to, to travel. I get you, and, and I'd love to answer that answer that hypothetical, and, I, and you're going to answer this one. My opinion matters zero. And anybody who believes their opinion matters in any of this, you are delusional. Our opinion is fucking worthless so what i there's a lot of things i'd like for this team for this organization for this the, the nasl in general right it is not going to happen because guess what those that fucking throw around millions of dollars are the only ones they don't care about their fan base they can pretend they do they don't it's it's i have to play a game it's it, what it comes down to is am i making money am i losing money because if i'm losing money i'm fucking out why am i going to lose money it's it's not it's not a, a love very few. It's about a love. It's it's money is really what it is. I'm good for right now. So some fans right thought. now get caught up in the the MLS monster and they're fighting the MLS monster. And since USL has a partnership, uh, however it's defined with MLS, because of that partnership USL has, it becomes the enemy. Um, there are rules that MLS places on its fans and its supporters groups that also trickle down to USL and and certain things that supporters groups can and cannot do. I know for a fact there are supporters in the Brickyard Battalion who do not like some of those rules and stipulations and would be very upset if certain things like smoke was not not allowed to fly at an Indy 11 USL match. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be real honest. That shit needs to go away. I like it. It looks cool. It's not fucking good for anybody. You get all these kids that are sitting there right in front of it, and yeah, I get it. It's the Brickyard Battalion. It's a supporter section. Just look but at my hat. It's, dude, it's fucking no, it's it's <laughs> fucking toxic. It's and I've burned it, people before. Right, there's those. there's literally reasons, even if it's cold burn water, there's reasons for that. It's not just because nobody wants fun. You can't have fun in this. No. Like look at look at what Portland's uh section does or Seattle's. Dude, it's nuts. Especially Portland's. Dude, when they brought up the giant Freddy Krueger, mm. it's like, oh come on, that's so dope. So no, I, I, I get you. But like if that's the reason why you don't want to go to USL, get the fuck out of here. Like 
let's 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 stick to what really matters on this one. It's about the team and what's going to be good for longevity. What I ultimately want, I think you do too, is I want this team around for as long so I pass down to my child. He gets to watch this team that I was alive when it did inception. Yeah, dude. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that, and it's so weird having a son this young. They're like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Like, that's true. I mean, I think about this, too, where it's, it's just like, you know, if, if a team is around in, what, uh, 17 years, uh, fucking uh, math, 14 years? Yeah. If, if a team's around still in 14 years and he can, he can go and play right. while he's either in college or right out right. of high school and just to play right. or to at least to, to go and ask, hey, hey, Des, do you want to come and, uh, you know, try out for the team, uh, your hometown team? Back to your point, right? Which is what Peter was. Whoa! Uh oh, what we got? And this one's going. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's just this. Let me help you. It's not that one. And we're live. That's all right. Keep going. We're back to Fisher's Chatham. All I did was try and holster there my you microphone. Go. Oh, there you go. Good. All right. All right. Nobody moved. No. Yeah. So back to your point on Stop the right. homegrown, up, man. Right. Homegrown. Let's not get lost in the minutiae of everything. Let's look at the big picture of what it is. So when we round back and we talk about, so NASL, what do you think? So you think 17, 18, they're still good to go? It's all right. They can't hear it. It's only us that can hear it. Oh, that's oh good. So it's kind of like a white noise. Warm. Mm, it is. It is. It is warm. Um, so, in, so back to his point, your perfect world scenario on here, what do you want to see happen? What, what we need to see happen for the success of NASL, because right now that's where all the chips are. Right. right. So let's just keep living our world in NASL for now. We need more teams to join NASL, but more importantly, we need teams to defect to NASL from another existing league. Right now, we have teams jumping ship from NASL left and right. They're, right. they're rats right. falling off. It does off not look like a place you want to be. Correct. We talked about this a minute ago. Where yeah. do you put your money? Where everybody else is. Yep. You don't put your money on a, on a dying venture. Right. You put your money where everybody else is going. So what you need is, instead of Tampa Bay going to USL, you need a team like, and this is not even on the table, but Charleston Battery, for example, saying, we're sick of USL's bullshit. We're going to go to NASL. That will signal strength to the NASL, and that will signal to other teams and other potential owners around the country, yeah. hey, this is where it's at. This is where the competition is. People are pissed off at USL. We now want to be in NASL. Right now, all you see is the other way around. You have Minnesota United going Grass to MLS. Is always greener, right, at this point. Sure, but nobody is, no existing teams are finding their way to NASL. It is no. purely existing teams in NASL finding something else because they're pissed off. If you got a team like Cincinnati, so what are they still drawing now? What's the crowd? Their most recent thing was like 30,000 right. people. <laughs> Which is insane. Right. Okay, so what do you think the difference here between this 86 miles? Right. Between an hour and, and a half here. drive. Hour and a half drive. You can pull. You can go to Cincinnati Bengals Stadium, <laughs> and and they work that for thirty thousand. And now you look at this attendance that now that has just dropped and dropped and dropped. What's the difference when you know the soccer? And we've talked about it years now on here about the soccer culture here in Indiana. It's a rich soccer culture that most people don't understand how far back it goes. What's the difference? Why? Is it because of venue? I think it's two things. It's certainly the allure of MLS. Okay. I think in year one, you get what I'll call tire kickers, and we had them here in Indianapolis as well. You know, we had 7,000 season ticket deposits mm -hmm. before, before right. January. Now they're four, I think, four or five. No. Sure. But, you know, in year one, 7,000 season ticket deposits. Right. 
So that's one. You got you got something new and people really like it. Then you come in in the right you come in in the right cycle, you know, following a World Cup yep. or or however that goes. You combine that with a good sized stadium that is soccer specific or at least has good soccer specific lines. It does have that that is right. That feel you get that full stadium atmosphere and that's what you get at Nippert, which is uh University of Cincinnati, I think. Yeah. And I think it, I mean, it looks like a soccer. It's a soccer stadium. It looks like a soccer there's stadium. There's no doubt that Michael Carroll Stadium has worked, but it has hurt Indy 11 in, the, in this long term as we head into really right. the end of year three and the beginning of year yep. four. There are parents, and I've talked to them, there are parents that are tired of taking their kids to porta potties. Yes. There are people who are tired of rain delays with no covered, you know, yep. concourse. Yes. These are things that Peter Will brought up. These are things that the team's known about. They're not failing their fans they just don't have an option right well, now it's i get that them. but also it's not good for players either Correct. players come here they and, and 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 i'm not putting words in any player's mouth and i'm not selling any players out but player conditions yeah. for well, locker just, room and everything else just is go not, back to the jurgen statement yeah and just and he wasn't it's not like he was bullshitting it's right. not like he was making stuff up like well i can't believe that you know we have this type of situation here it was it's real real problem it's a problem it's yeah. not and it's, it's, and it's not it's not and it, right it's not and it wasn't peter wood's fault and it and it's it's not our saul's fault i mean the thing is is they've tried and that that was really the point of bringing in mr belskis right and it's already off the table like it's it's done like you get into spring it's done especially now that like you think of all the unrest here in nasl somebody it's yeah. gonna know this and they'll take it in there and go don't even entertain this. Right. The don't Indiana Business Journal has already yes. published an article right. on Same, this, yes. Same, exactly. well, trying to head him off the path. Well, yeah, and it was it was the thing that uh, they actually reached out to Peter again and said, "Hey, you know, what do you think the problem is with Indy right now?" Uh, and the, one of the big things that they brought up was attendance, where the attendance was dropping. Right. And if you go, to, I mean, when you're going to games, the last two seasons attendance, yeah, there was a ton of season ticket holders. But a lot of it was giveaways. There was a shitload of giveaways. Yeah, Cluder hates when I asked. I was like, "How many of do we give away?" Uh, well, it depends on what you look at <laughs> giveaways. But yeah, there's tickets a distributed is the number that's published, right. not tickets yeah. sold right. or yeah. actual turnstile attendance. But yes. you, you, but the thing that a lot of people don't realize that's is that industry wide though. That's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. India. No, and that's that's any sport as well. That's any sport, right? And you also have. From something that I talked to to them more about is you have except for uh, fights, it's called a gate. Yeah, yeah. And there's that's paid tickets. Right, right. Anyways, <laughs> right. but uh, I digress. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because it's You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. Different. But yeah, that's how fighters get paid too. Is yes. off the gate, but yeah, and exactly. players yeah. aren't going to get paid off the gate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have a better, you have more people buying tickets this year than they did last year. But another thing too, and, and one of the points that Peter made, in that they're buying year, them later in the week as yeah, well. And one of the things that Peter, uh, you know, made a point about is the team's quality in year one and year two has affected year three. Regardless of how well we're doing at home, it's gonna it's gonna be like a lot of people are still like, I don't want to go see a, a team that fucking loses all the time. I'm gonna call bullshit. I'm gonna call bullshit on Peter Wilt. Okay. And I know him, and, and that's he, why I'm bringing it up because I would like we a, call a, a name drop Peter at any given time. <laughs> quality of play is not as important as game day experience for fans. And so that goes back to stadium and Yes. You know why? Because San Francisco still has fucking football people that show up to watch that shit. Cleveland still has yeah. people show up to fucking Browns games. And they're the absolute worst. And for the 
longest time, Cubs would sell out all the time and they'd be fucking bottom of the league. Cubs are a prime example uh-huh. of game day experience right. and people having a blast in the outfield drinking yes. old style. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And it wasn't even and the best venue. Trough. But it wasn't even the best venue <laughs> except for that it just had history. And it sure. was there. It was right. it was a classic. That's the thing. Right. This does not feel like our own. This is Correct. not our place. The sidelines, the track, borrowed. the track hurts. The sidelines. It is, I'm going to be real honest. There's only a few sections that are really good for watching the game in that place. And then you got to figure the walking up those particular stands the way they are. And then you figure you're sitting on a bleacher style with very limited ability mm-hmm. here. It is, is not conducive for long term. So you look, at, you look at the Indianapolis Indians. I love that he just like, mm-hmm. uh-huh, hurry up because I got a fucking point to make here. Hurry the fuck up. Say he's like me, say. only he's patient. Doesn't he is. Interrupt. He's very. No, no, no. He interrupts with his face. Just not with his words. Uh huh. Okay. Now, fucking. Are you through? Are you through? Come on, Natty Light. Let's see what you got. Yeah. The, the Indianapolis Indians have set the record for attendance every year for the last two or three years. They beat their own personal records. It's a 20 year old stadium, but it's constantly ranked and constantly voted as sure. one of the best minor league ballparks in America. There is no coincidence there to me. I mean, that is that is a prime example. If there's a rain delay, people go into the concourse. They buy more concessions. They do other stuff. They don't have to leave. If you talk about the sidelines, that stadium was built just for baseball. It was built for minor league baseball mm-hmm. with the outfield with grass in it for pa- parents and families and kids to throw out a blanket, yep. Yep. take a, a small cooler. I don't even know if you can still do that anymore. But the, <laughs> you can take a small cooler when it first opened. I, I can't even remember. I went to Bark in the Park this year, but I digress. The point is... <laughs> The sports-specific ballpark is what helps, and that's what's selling yes. it for them. Right. It is the game day experience, and that is hurting Indy 11. If they got a new soccer-specific stadium, who pays for it? I'm not going to decide that. Nobody at the table is going to decide that. A soccer-specific stadium would boost attendance in Indianapolis for the Indy 11. Uh, Brandon on Twitter uh, has two tweets oh, already. Shit. What's up, Brandon? Yeah. Uh, I have to say that uh, Aaron is killing it already on the podcast. Woo-hoo. And that uh, shit now, Chris is going hard on mofos. That, oh yeah. Oh man. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't mean to be dark. Oh no. It's no. Oh. That's what I wanted. Oh, it's okay. like that, that was actually one of the ways I pitched you. Like, hey, let's put a microphone in your face and you can go whatever the fuck you want. Because that's what I mean. I, when it comes down to it, that's what this podcast is. We're not affiliated with anything. We we, we have a good relationship with the team, but they can let us say whatever the fuck we want to say. Deep down, I want this team to succeed in the long term, like Chris said. Absolutely. That's yeah. my end goal. Right. My By the way, goal. I, I've lost my monitor. Are you guys still picking me up at all? Yep. Okay. Oh, you've lost your headphones? Don't worry about it. You yep. switch headphones. I'm sorry, buddy. Love Heart. you. Uh, Bye. Right here. Just, just, Go rest. Just adjust it. I don't want the buzz to come uh, back. Steve? No, that's this. Uh, Devin. Devin. Steve, Devin. And then that's, uh, that's Jim Bob. Jim Bob. And the Natty Light. Okay. Yeah, you guys are brothers. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, shout, oh. shout out to Mark from Chatham. Yes. Um, so let's talk about November 5th. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, How excited are you? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Like, you've been around since the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, you followed the team. You both followed the team very closely. You've mm-hmm. been passionate about it. You've supported a lot of the players specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How excited are you for November 5th right now? I'm excited for some and not for others. <laughs> No, no, I'm excited. I um, I'm, I I'm, I'm. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead, buddy. Please. After you. Okay. Uh, 
No. Oh, you're going to take a drink of the Guinness? Yeah. Okay. I, I really need to. Uh, no, over listen. It's okay. I am excited. I'm excited because I have weird mixed emotions for, for one reason. It has nothing to do with any players or team or anything. I don't know what it is. It's. I think it's because I think the system of NASL is bullshit. I'm sorry. Spring season champion is not a fucking thing. I, I apologize. I, I Yes, we are. That's great. We it's did great. it. It's great but holding the You trophy fucking go 12 games. You got, you won. I got a picture. You got a top of 12 <laughs> games. Congratulations. You get some trophy. Why? You have a long haul of the season, and you fucking finish fourth. And, oh, yeah, it's okay. You're still in the semifinals. That's fine. I get it. That's how it is. Okay? I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I was bull. Okay. Well, I just did say it's bullshit. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is it is what it is, and we're in. So am I, Guinness. But listen, so – we're in the playoffs. Yep. We're, and you know what? Yep. And, and we better show the fuck up. Happy anniversary. So we better show up. <laughs> yes. So we better show up. And I, I th- think that's what I'm torn on. Is I'm like, yes, congratulations. But it's made this fall season for me, me feel, even though they're playing and it's great, it made it almost feel not worthwhile on the fact of what's its relevance. We could lose every single game in the fall season and we still get to play November 5th. At home. At home for two games to win a championship. Mm, what, one, maybe two? Right now, it's looking like just one. But oh. I don't know. It could yeah. be. It could be. Uh, right now, definitely, obviously, they're selling tickets for November 5th. And, and there are packages out there on Indy11.com where you can buy two home games in the right. playoffs. Right. I'm saying to win the championship, you'd have to win yeah. two games. Right. Yeah. That's but not at home. Well, no, I yeah. get that. No, I didn't say it home. I just said two games, okay. you win a championship. So what I'm saying is you could win the spring season, lose every other game, win yep. two, and you get a yep. you get a master. What are the NASL champions? What does that say? You're an ASL champion here. Mm-hmm. Great. Fucking one of the worst teams ever. We're not. That's the beauty, though. We're not. We're a really good team. For those of you listening at home or at work and, and not actually watching the video, Chris was hand gesturing with his finger pointing to the middle of the table as here circle here right. and he swirled it i did i did swirl it i know uh could you maybe does like, that make sense but could you make it maybe liken that to uh the year that and this is like i have good news for a, you i'm gonna come back to it to a yeah. Euro, to a european side of, of liking it to like chel when chelsea won the champions league even though they finished like sixth in the premier league no that's not the same thing at all because they played both seasons no not at all because the year before they had to finish in the top four oh, okay so That's they, they still did what they're supposed yeah. to, and they didn't just play twelve games and they won a championship. Right. I think the anybody else in any like that's the crazy part for me. So team, yes, I'm excited. I'm an Indy Eleven fan. I'm going to be there. Yes, we're all supporting. I think any ASL structure is that's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, I digress. I'm done. I apologize. There's my rant. I'm off my no, soapbox. Good. good news. Good news for you. Yeah. I, so it looks like, and and based on the conversation that we've already been having, yeah. 2017 will have nine NASL teams in it. Mm-hmm. So, which is less than the number. It's significantly less than the number we currently have. Right. But nine teams, if you play everybody twice, that's uh, 16 games in the spring and 16 games in the fall. So now you have a balance. Do you see? Why do, do we see? need it at all? Well, I'll tell you this. So, Devil's Advocate, <laughs> split season does add more drama uh, for the teams that need to catch up. You know, you get that extra bonus of resetting the score, 
Everybody's zero zero. That on sounds the like a real fucking American thing. Everybody gets a participation trophy. Everybody wins. <laughs> Every oh, oh okay. I blame my dad for this. I blame I my do. dad's generation, your dad's no, generation for I the I blame the baby trophy. boomers, absolutely. You uh, fuck the whole country. The baby boomers are the worst. They are. And I will tell them to their face. Yes, I, I have told to God, them to their face. Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> Everybody they do. Everybody hey, gets a trophy. Who you came up with that bullshit? Yeah. Uh your parents. Yeah. I can get a fucking trophy all the time. But for marketing purposes, if yeah. everybody legitimately has a shot. Money. Oh, money. You might, you might have a guest. You might have a guest coming up oh, to the stage so, Oh, so back to uh, <laughs> hey, you don't get a participation trophy. You're either a winner, you're either first or you're last. Yeah. That's not true, Ricky. You can finish second. Third. It was pretty odd to have off implications yeah. eight games into the spring. Right. Yes. It was pretty odd. However, it made the the miracle at the mic yes. pretty fucking awesome. And guess what's happened since that point, fall season wise. Correct. The, the the appeal of Indy 11, the I, I would say, yeah, the media coverage has been whatever. It, and I even take my own personal feelings out of it. It has not felt the same. It, it's like a peak. A peak in April. Like, yeah, you could, you could literally, <laughs> like, like you were saying, you could literally just be like, it doesn't matter if they but they, but they did. However, nice there was, Indy 11 was fighting for, until the last four weeks, they were truly legitimately in a spot to have home field throughout the playoffs, which is a big advantage for a yes. team that simply doesn't lose at home. Right. right. Not trying to be a politician and always circle it back to that. But home field advantage in the NASL, especially when you consider Indy 11 and the New York Cosmos both undefeated at home, uh, you want those teams to have the number one seed and therefore have the right to host because that is a big fucking deal. Absolutely. No, I, I, don't I, know, I don't know what the deal is. I've asked a ton of people. I'll ask you guys. You guys chime in. Why is it the teams like uh, New York and why Indy 11 don't, don't lose at home? And why is it so difficult them to go on the road it can't be i mean they're all professionals they're all staying in hotels they're all used to it they all know how to kick a ball they go on the road and indy 11 simply i use the word impotent they couldn't fucking win a game it's 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 they were oh six and three on the road until the tampa bay game i mean it it's ridiculous so impotent, okay um it, it's a mental thing at this point that's not it's not a thing like correlation is not because i think part i think it's it's not it's I, the, this year they won't we'll be two out of 15 games. Right. Yeah, it, it will be an anomaly. It'll be an anomaly. I think it's it's now become this thing. It's absolutely become this thing. It's an energy thing. We're on the road. But look, but just like that, we went down and we fucking had an impressive win. Like it just it's I don't look to but like we're in a we're in a day and age of sports stats and ridiculous bullshit stats. Like there's a, listen, mm. we've sucked on the road. We get that. But like Indy 11 hasn't won a road game in April since. Well, I guess just some crazy thing that's <laughs> just like, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Baseball's worse about that. Oh, yeah. This, this left handed pitcher under a full moon three, when his mother's pregnant. Three and a third innings <laughs> on Tuesday has been perfect. Right. No. Baseball's worse. So I, I think next year that would make a difference. At this point, it's just it's a thing now. Yeah. It's just a thing, and you get past it. Twitter comment. From obstru uh, obstructive view ultras. Yeah. Uh, let me move out of the. Let me move this out of the way so I can read their question. Uh, worst, yeah, I know. Worst part of the ASL split season is that uh, we are forced to play low attendance Wednesday night games. I'm sorry, I was reading Twitter. I blacked out. What did you say? <laughs> so the worst part about split in ASL season is playing low attendance Wednesday night games. Yeah, the. Midweek games are hard on all the teams. It is. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You play a Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, and one is home, travel, home. Or especially go, when it's three travel in a row. Yeah, dude, it's just – Or it's just travel, silly. travel, home. Yes. And you're like, Jesus. Right, and these aren't guys that are 
are traveling in the most lavish. Yeah. Like this isn't like NFL is, players I, or NBA is, their or own MLB. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they fly now. I mean, that, do you have some teams that have to take buses? They, they were talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and so got to pay for that Velcro. Just because you keep saying Ryo over and over in my ear doesn't make it any more valid at this point. Like <laughs> yes, I just, I'm trying to say I'm like Ryo. Anyways, <laughs> um, and then, so I think that there is a piece where it's probably a little more tiring. I would say just I think about if I just fly coach, if I got to fly somewhere, it's getting to somewhere wherever I am, and it's the whole process, the baggage hit, all, all this. And, yeah, you have some handlers, but it's not the same as in a normal pro sport. This is like general consumers fucking going and traveling for a rec league. And I hate likening it that, but that's what these players are about. It's like a rec league, like having to travel. It really is. They don't – yeah, they get to stay in a hotel. Great. Do you think they're staying at the Ritz-Carlton with full-on? No. Absolutely not. It's MLS quality with NASL budget. Cluder loves saying that. Well, what does NASL budget really mean? Where are they staying? What's that like? And so it's like, then your sleep patterns are all fucked. And it's like, you don't have anybody that's special. You don't have your own individual trainer that comes into each individual player. Make sure your schedule's dead on, that you're good and loose. That just doesn't happen. So I think traveling is a lot harder in NASL than it is for other sports too. So I agree. So Wednesday night games suck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's it's hard to get you from especially fans. especially right now Wednesday night games that start like twelve <laughs> ten thirty so at night. Indy Eleven's had quite a few of those. Yeah, actually. right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the question online, and this is probably more of uh, along the lines to Aaron: um, Who stays and who who goes roster wise? Who gets called up? I don't even know what the fuck called up means. And we're happy for, but hurts uh, to lose. I guess, I guess called up means MLS. Nobody's getting called up. I'll let, I'll let anybody take that. Nobody's getting called up. Nobody's getting called up. Oh, you, oh, you're saying called up to MLS? Yeah, nobody's getting called up. Or it could be any... I mean, I don't understand... I guess I don't understand... This is Lord Twerk who listens to us all the fucking time. Won a bunch of shit from us. Yeah. Better questions, Lord Twerk. You can, you can do better I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I get what he means. Okay. Well, I get if, what you, he means. if you quote one of the players, uh, one of the players, Eamon Zayed, you've heard of him, he did say of Duke Lacroix's quality, he said if he had a little bit more maturity, and I think that just means years of experience, he would be an MLS. He has the speed for sure. He has a lot of the touch. I've seen it. He's, he's getting had, the mental edge. He's already smart, but the mental smartness of the game. Yep. I mean, he's an That's Ivy League game for sure. I've seen him crossing the ball. First of all, uh, one of the diving headers that Eamon had in preseason was uh, Duke Lacroix cross. It's beautiful. The guy has a touch, and he has the speed. Obviously, he megged two different people with a fadeaway assist yeah, right. <laughs> in the last game. It's brilliant. So is he ready next year? Probably not, but I'm sure he's on somebody's radar, right. as a lot of players were when they were on loan before. You notice how that MLS-USL partnership has kind of dried up a lot of the MLS loaners to NASL. Right. There are still a few, but not as many. Yeah. Anybody else? think would have a shot i mean i'm sure they all kind of wish they did you know who gets tossed around a lot and it's just because we don't get to see him a lot but a lot of the people i've talked to uh off air uh say cardona is uh could be a quality mls keeper in the future i haven't PT. seen enough pt I haven't seen enough to yeah. say that negatively or, or positively like okay so so what happens with john bush after this season Josh wants to be a coach. Does he want to be a coach here? Right. Does he want to so be on staff here? So do we try to bring in another older keeper again, or do we just go let Cardona play? 
Let him play. Well, this is a problem, and this is a this is a quality concern for NASL versus USL. Again, we talk about this. Uh, NASL is bringing in older players that are kind of near the end of their career, not necessarily retirement, but we see that Indy 11 has four of their defenders are over the age of 30. I think most of them are like 32. You also have yeah. Joe Cole coming to Tampa Bay. Oh, man. Who has like Correct. a pedigree. NASL is not <laughs> developing players, no. Which, no. Is a, which is a huge critique, and it's a, it's a terrible thing. NASL needs to develop more young players. Mm -hmm. They need more people that you can get excited about for the future. You want to see your player get called up maybe make a national team appearance to, or get called to camp. Right. I mean, and, and it's it's not exactly the same, but they're okay. So who would you say is one of the most successful baseball teams, especially in the last 15 years? Plus like what MLB team, no matter what happens, they get an injury, like major injuries. And instantly they bring up somebody from a farm system. I'm going to pass baseball questions over to Andrew. They, they, they just pull somebody up from the farm system and they fucking go back to the playoffs or they go to the world series or the winner world series, the Cardinals. Yes. Constantly, and it's because it so sick. so like what? My what's right? Kind of, right. Like, <laughs> I know, but the difference between right, so the fan. difference between the Cubs <laughs> yeah. and right and the Cards yep. is that that's been the one thing is their development of their youth. Their farm system is absolutely unrivaled. It is unrivaled. Their farm system. Oh my God, we lost our ace. Oh shit, we just pulled this guy straight up from AAA. Oh never mind, he's now an ace. Like, but you don't have that in soccer what, this, at all. Like, and, and that's is that what the that, whole point of this whole Indy Fire thing but is I supposed get to be? That. That's I what get the whole that. thing of the NPSL is, it, is yes, supposed right. to be. That's what it's supposed to be. So when does so right this now, yeah. take fruition? When does this become a thing where we have talent to pull from? How long? Do you know? I mean, it's it's the American soccer question. We can be all the way deep into that. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, here we are again with we have. Oh hey, let me see. Uh, what's his face over in uh, EPL right now? Um, oh no, no, excuse me, it's Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. Oh, Pusilic. Yeah. Okay. We just have random. You say tomato. I say Pusilic. Oh, uh, sorry, Pulisic. That's probably Pulisic. that's probably how it's spelled. Also Pulisic. Sure. Could be anything. anyways. Right. We get yeah, back yeah. to the age old thing. Christian. We're right. talking about Christian here. Yeah. <laughs> 300, 330 million people can't pull 22. I, I, we go back to that. Right. Exactly. Right, Come on. right, right now, uh, Indy 11 NPSL does have one advantage for the senior team, which is especially when the, the team is thin because of injuries, it's, et cetera, during the midseason, you can bring players up and let them train so you can at least get 11 v 11 scrimmages going on. I've seen it personally. They do bring up a few players regularly, especially the goalkeepers, because we have John Bush, who is a goalkeeper coach. Indy 11 is trying to develop this as a farm club and, and give more access to the younger players and get them in with the senior team and, and work them in. Are they close? No. Do you think this championship push has clouded that a little bit? I don't know how it's how it's the same. No, I mean, that team also – you. Think of how short the NPSL season is. Sure. It's pretty short. It's, it's like it's, seven it's, games. <laughs> and then a lot of those kids, especially in the NPSL, they want to keep their amateur status. So they're not allowed to come um, and actually participate in a professional match or they lose their amateur status and then can't finish out their collegiate careers, right. which is really important for them. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. I look at, at colleges around here that just have an incredible pedigree of, of soccer. And you just go, I don't know. It's that's just that's still that's still just things. So all right, so let's talk about the Eddies. Yeah. So Ed Ed and Eddie's. Ed, oh, Ed, he's, not, he's not there anymore. I know. Eddie so. Edward <laughs> went to Ottawa. Yeah. The saddest sports story that got no I'm, coverage. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure Patrick was pleased. He didn't have to get pushed ever again. The Edmonton Eddies <laughs> had a player named Eddie Edward 
God damn it. Who, acc- who accosted our flag guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> accosted him. Uh, he was, he so accosted good. him. So, uh, all right. So, what, what's what's our record this season against Eddie's? Oh, give it We are two draws and a win. Right. So, my point was they always play us exceptionally, like, very physical. Like, they, they, do. they beat us up. That, that's they one do. team I don't like playing because they play in a particular style that we don't seem to handle very well. Overall, unless the Eddies are just way off, but they just kind of grind you. They grind you. And it's not even like, I mean, they're a good team, but it's weird. Like, we don't play our best game against them. Something something crazy uh, I picked up on early in the season, and I mocked them for a little bit. You know, they, they finished the middle, they finished last season kind of in the middle of the pack. And of all the NASL teams that returned, they brought back the most players. Something like 14 players that were on their rosters last year came back this year. And I thought, well, Okay, well, I guess they're happy with being in the middle because they, you know, sure as shit aren't trying. They got rid of their best attacking player, Lance Lang, and uh, sent him to Minnesota or sold him or, or didn't renew that. I don't know how that goes exactly, but the point is they didn't make any offensive improvements. They brought back a bunch of players that finished in the middle of the pack last year, and guess what? There is something to that. You bring back your coach. You bring back a lot of the same guys that played together for a year. Now they've got two years under their belts. They're a team. Their defense is just astonishing yes, yes their goal their goals against is it's now 20 on the season so 31 games played 20 goals allowed point eight um i'm not a calculator that's, like a pretty, that's some good point math eight. it's point eight high five it's close i'm gonna be off my <laughs> i'll high five you too i'm gonna do that because it's weird the fist the, fist, the cup's fist. <laughs> cup's fist here's the deal here's the deal they are a lockdown defense and so indy 11 has scored on them one goal at a time. They went to Edmonton. Indy 11 scored one. They had a chance and gave up two in the last 10 minutes. That was infuriating. Um, at home. Did you throw your computer? I threw a lot of things. This team makes me drink. <laughs> Actually, the last this two years against Edmonton. This team makes me fucking Listen, drink. The last two years against the Eddies in Edmonton have made me want to shoot myself in the face with a fucking <laughs> rubber bullet. Not, not a real bullet. A rubber bullet. Yeah. Repeatedly. Some you can go it's to been, work with. Been some of the still. worst stuff I've ever seen. I was like a bad, like first, like a player, first time ever playing FIFA out there controlling our players, just like long ball out of bounds, short ball. Like, God, did you just pick up the sticks? Come My on. supporter section has some killer uh, bagpipes, though. They do. <laughs> Listen, nobody <laughs> wanted apartments way over the yeah. edge. We are happy that we get to host Edmonton on November fifth. Nobody wanted to go to Edmonton nope. in in November. Nope. Like, and, and, and anybody, the like one and a half, two people that are listening. I, I listen, <laughs> I'm not shitting on this team. I'm not Brandon shitting on the dream. Listening. I'm, I'm not shitting on the dream. I, this is something coming to fruition. I feel like if we win, like right now, being in the playoffs doesn't mean dick to me. Yeah. We, we beat the Eddies great. We win the championship, then okay. And it, you know what? To me, it better be against the Cosmos. Cosmos, we beat the Cosmos in the championship when it really fucking matters. Yes. Good. That we rivals over. We, that, ri- that rivals we, we over. Kill, right. We, we are the kings of NASL. <laughs> period. If we play yeah. anybody else, we play anybody else in the championship. There's an asterisk behind I right? don't feel yep. that way. I, I, I don't know. To me, they will always be like, it has what, to be Indy in New York. It just has to be. If it's here, that'd be fantastic. I think this season for me, it needs to be we, with those guys. I talk about this all the time. Sports need rivalries. Yes. You need somebody to hate. Right. 
You need somebody to unify, get behind as a community, and really hate them. I don't feel like we have Do you remember the Knicks? Do you remember hating the Knicks? Of course, the 94. I mean, that nothing made me happier. And one of my favorite TFOs is Corey Miller doing the choke symbol. Oh, my God. And Reggie Miller even saw it and said, that's amazing on Twitter. It's one of the reasons why I'm upset when when teams (laughs) fall by the wayside, like San Antonio, Atlanta. Now you're talking about Oh, Rio, I hated possibly, Atlanta. You know, like Atlanta was almost a, a good rivalry because uh, take away our, people I hate. A couple of our guys got arrested down in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of them are still dealing with legal fees and court troubles. <laughs> Insider information. Yeah. <laughs> That's so uh, good. Leave it to Aaron. Um, dude, I no, I just d- d- am I am I way off base here? Am I am I no. way off? Am I? Uh, no, am but I I've had tilt? a couple Chardonnays. It's my anniversary. Oh my God. What? I'm just, I'm just saying. What do you mean? You're not off base. Okay. No, I just want to make sure because I'm like, <laughs> I feel I like, I, I feel like I'm not, I'm not, seeming like I'm, I'm supporting this team, and that's just not the case. Like I, I am supporting it. I just, something just feels off. Here's the thing that, that, and we haven't really even talked about this, but I think that you are in the majority in thinking that. I think that. Because there's flashes of of myself going, man. You know, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go to a game. I'm gonna like. I go to the game now, mainly to experience the family that is the Brickyard Battalion. I go to hang out with Andy. <laughs> yeah, listen, all right. And, and, and to be fair, my my attendance or lack of attendance at a game has has got way more to do with life. But it's also, but right. it's also That's, a little nobody's bit. Nobody's talking about you. No, no, no but it's also it's it's that little bit of like the whole thing of like it just seems off though. It you does have a seem off. Bit of guilt. You have a little bit of guilt. No, he doesn't have it? any guilt at all. No. And it's okay. No, I, 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 if I'm being honest, I couldn't give shit less. <laughs> I could give shit less. No. And no. that's fine. Real life. Real yeah. life matters. Yeah. This shit is irrelevant. We all it's have, irrelevant. Yes. It's, it's a sport. Yeah, it's, it's a sport. Irrelevant. You could say you have a real life, but you it's fucking funny. left your anniversary to come do a podcast. No, so we but that was for you guys. <laughs> that wasn't for Indy 11. That was for the... One more. One we'll more. more. We'll do one more. No, Once no, it hits I your lips. I'm with you. whatever's free. But no, it doesn't have to. Do, it doesn't have to do with the. It's been uh, in there for so long. There's like, just yeah. take it, drink it. It doesn't have no, to. No, do they with, have some full ninety in there because nobody's drinking that shit. Yeah, they literally have full ninety in there. We got that free one night. Me and Mike Oberinski. There's uh, no way that shit is still legit and good. So me yeah. and Mike O, me and Mike O, we're sitting at the bar watching an Indy Eleven away game here, and we go, "Hey, you guys still have full 90? And uh, the bartender behind was just like, "Yeah, you want one?" And we're like, uh, "I'm not going to pay for it." And there, <laughs> he's like. You can give me a dollar. And then uh, one of the bar managers came by and was just like, just take it. Was it Rudy? Yeah, nobody's going to buy it. <laughs> nobody's going to. I was trying not to throw him under the bus for giving away free alcohol. Whatever. But uh, yeah, he's just like, just nobody wants to actually buy it. Uh, just take it. Just take it. <laughs> can you take the whole case? <laughs> yeah, so whole we case basically had three. Uh, like there was another guy that was sitting Ugh. there. Three. Uh, and I was drinking it going, God, this has just been. It's been sitting there probably since the first batch. Nobody really loved it when it first came out. But everybody was like, but it's our beer. So no, it made it taste I was better. excited. I thought that was really right. fucking cool. Right. Black okay. 12 had a lot of problems, though. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying I overall, I am. the recipe didn't knock it out of the park. No. And here we are. I'm blaming them. Here we are. We've done beer podcasts too. I'm blaming Flat Twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 legitimately, it was it was on them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It was it was it was a shit build of a beard. Yeah, yeah. Of a beard of a beer. Um, You're looking at me thinking beards. I understand that. I am. Well, it was a red beer, and we're looking at a red beard. Mm. <laughs> Missing rub my nose in the mic like this. Oh. It's scratchy, but it gives good back rubs. <laughs> oh well. All right. Yeah. Oh, now that's we're an Alec somewhere. Baldwin quote. I don't know if you. Alec Baldwin doing a fantastic Trump these days. Killing it. <laughs> 
Killing. Do you guys want to talk politics? No. Nope. Probably not. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> nope. Wait, did you just say you apologize? <laughs> no, no, I said uh, I'd never say that. <laughs> apologize <laughs> he's absolutely killing me so oh, good yeah, the yeah. last one it was just you had the other sniff yeah, the other sniffles uh, okay uh, okay yeah anyway once we start talking politics the youtube viewers go down but how no. can they go down anymore <laughs> there's no less than zero it's people are getting <laughs> so can we talk formation can we talk about players or, or personnel yeah please there are a lot of positions that are set, I think, for Indy 11, definitely with such such a short amount of time until we get to the postseason. Yeah. But something that has been interesting to me, especially in the last game that I have been watching, which is Lavelle Palmer, Marco Franco kind of floating and flipping back and forth. I like that move. Um, Lavelle Palmer started two games in a row at center back and locked it down. Yeah. Two clean sheets in a row. Dude, I feel His clearances like he's are a better, phenomenal. He's, yes, because he's not a distributor. How many right. times have we seen the stats – and Lavelle, you know I love you, and you're yeah. never gonna fucking listen to this anyways. Yeah, yeah. But but we talked about when Mark forward, forward, and it's just just 40, 50 yard to chuck up forward. No center that that makes more sense. And Marco is a dude who can pass. He's a dude who and needs he's got to speed. Yes, Lavelle is a, a formidable dude standing in the center. Yeah, yeah you're gonna get truck stick, and he's so, gonna cut his how's his head. I uh, don't know. So something uh, like nine, was, stitches. Yeah. nine, nine stitches. stitches. Nine stitches. So obviously he's sitting according out. to social media. Nine. I don't so think he so. got the start though. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, he yeah. did so well at center back, yep. and with Marco Franco out on the right, where I, I wonder think if he's, he's available. I'll ask him right now. He's extremely valuable. Marco yeah. Franco is extremely valuable out on the right. I thought for sure we would see that lineup again with uh, you keep trying out Lavelle Palmer at center back until he screws up. It's kind of yeah. you know um, miss till you make, and then make till you miss. I don't see a reason why you you take him out of there. Can, can you just remove that photo of Christian off the Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's so just been sitting there. No, it's just like, it's yeah. just brooding. You got a refresh. It's like a brooding black and white oh, photo of here's here, Here's Lisa's uh, anniversary oh, post from 43 minutes ago. So read after you left, oh, let's do it. Read it. Happy first anniversary to us. Oh, boy. It's hard to believe that this was a year ago today. Look at that dapper motherfucker. It's always easy sure, that beard is or glamorous, yeah. son. But I could not ask for a better teammate to share in this crazy. Oh, adorable. Get it, Peter Wilt gave oh, you a yes. like. Peter Wilt with the like. Cheers. You know Cheers. Happy anniversary. Hang on. I'm supposed to drink first, right? Oh, <laughs> and after I call bullshit on Peter, I'm going to bring this back one, one second. Yeah, no, do your thing, man. One of the reasons that Peter is so great, and we've all met him and we all love him, he well, remembers everything. Yeah. And like <laughs> signed U.S. soccer. <laughs> My favorite story ever of Peter Will. Okay, go ahead. I got married last October, clearly. Uh, I hadn't seen him until, you know, the following April. And the very first thing he said to Lisa and I yeah. was, you know what? I haven't seen you since your wedding. Congratulations. Dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, Peter Will is probably one of the sweetest dudes. And one of the one of the things that really meant a lot to, to me, and I think it did to you as well, is one of the things that he you even think? talked about. You think? Yeah, yeah. One of the... I, I just... I'm going to talk I'm going to talk for myself but I think it means the same for you but one of the things that he said when he left um Indy officially was he put on Twitter that the night that he came on the podcast the first time was one of his favorite memories of being in Indianapolis partially because Chris the, the Habanero the Habanero challenge <laughs> in front of him <laughs> And, and Peter had been drinking a little bit and had yep. a grilled cheese up at Moe's. What? Peter but, drinking and eating grilled but cheese? But there's a YouTube. If you go to our YouTube channel and you go way back, there is video of Chris and uh, our good friend Popper uh, eating a uh, habanero 
and just watching Peter their Will, face. Peter Will losing it. Yeah. Watching their face gradually just go into just sheer pain. <laughs> so good. So, all right. Speaking we're of personnel, we're we talking no, about, we're about personnel. Oh, we're yeah, about yeah. personnel. Yeah. Go ahead. So no, you Go said you, you said formation. I'm, I'm, bring, I'm bringing up back. the question. I'm bringing up the question. So I think what we're in agreement. What is the question? Well, what do you want to see? So who are your favorite players in position? What do you want to see? Vuko, Vuko obviously. I want Vuko every game. I want Marco Franco in. Absolutely. Marco every game. Uh, yep. uh, Colin Falvey and uh, Lovell in the back. Yeah. No no knock on Greg, but I think Lovell. The Greg can walk over here and whoop that ass if you want to yeah, get Yeah, he talking. could. <laughs> he can literally walk I'm across saying, the street. I'm just saying. He hasn't done anything to lose his job. Yep. But, but Lavelle seriously. Has, Lavelle has done things to take his job. I remember that time we were yep. at a Euchre tournament and uh, I busted Greg out for oh a red God. card. <laughs> He felt so bad. <laughs> no, remember, remember the fact that he sat there for like two minutes like this, and he goes, "You know, so what happened was, I was like, what is he talking about?'" I realized he'd been brooding on it for two minutes. <laughs> well, you guys are like, you guys are like sixty minutes or Barbara Walters or something. People just want to be honest when they're on your show and they talk to Dude, you. But, but and we so, were just playing cards. I so know. you're playing cards with Janicky, and with and you're you? just having a real, you're having a real. He you know, was my partner, man. by the way. You're having a man-to-man conversation with him, and you bring up something, and it triggers in him, and he's like, and he felt bad. The competitive nature came in. It was. And he felt bad, and, and Chris said something uh, innocuous, and it wasn't related to Janicky giving up two goals in the first six minutes against right. Minnesota. The, right. I don't remember that. I don't know how that just popped out. But, <laughs> but the little dude slipped underneath him, and then he shoved him in the back and got a red card, and I was like, oh, it's like giving up red cards in the, in the box, and he's like, he just got, and you can't see me, he just got real, like, he just went, like, blank, and then he's like, it was like his turn to even play, and he just didn't even play any cards. And then all of a sudden, he just starts talking. So the guy was over in the corner, and he just like swept underneath me. And I just kind of looked at him and was like, what? And he told me the story. I was like, well, you broke oh, him down. Shit, he I felt did. the need to be honest yeah. to you. He he was never going to tell you something that wasn't true in that scenario. Oh, no, he was, so you earned that reaction. He was good. He was it good. made me feel bad for him. I know. He, you looked at me like. Because like, that was one of those moments. It's I an away it's, game. I think it's the difference between the, him and me and you is that to us, it doesn't look about us at all. You feel bad for him. And Chris and I are just like, he just oh, because I mean, because you opened him up, <laughs> you opened, you exposed him. I did, and actually, you exposed him just like Minnesota did. I was gonna say, oh, 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 you beat me to it. Sorry, Greg's not gonna listen to this. Anyway, so anyways, no, so he has not. I choose to expose myself. So he has. It is your first anniversary. Just grab her in the pussy. Oh boy, grab her in the pussy. I got her the T-shirt, so she's gonna be real excited. Cool. Aaron looks like the type of guy who has a shirt that says the man pointing up and the legend pointing down. It looks like he, <laughs> his Tuesday shirt is I'm with no. stupid. <laughs> but it's I pointing to himself. I have a I have a t shirt that's a Pillsbury dome doughboy and it says go ahead, poke me. That's the closest thing. Is it but it says it in the back and it's pointed down and says, I, used to, ahead, a, I used to have a white shirt that said slut save lives. That's mm. <laughs> a good one. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so I'm missing the punchline. <laughs> Just look at his face. Yeah. There oh it is. Look at this. Oh there it is. Oh, you're, you're caught in him now. You're caught in the blues. You oh can't boy. get out of him. You can't see it through the fucking glare. Please talk soccer immediately. Okay. Please <laughs> talk soccer. <laughs> All right. Um, so all season, the majority of the season, we've had the, the, the JB easy, easy JB, JB easy in full effect 
up on top. It, anyways, whatever, right? So we've had them up nope, top. I got no idea. What I don't give a fuck. Shut up. You were so, seconds away from me dropping the beat. It's good. So, so we've had them up top. How do we? How do we feel about that? Like overall for this season, we that dynamic. I mean, we haven't seen somebody come in and really earn a spot that's that's even equivalent. Mm. We brought in uh, Eula. Flash in the pan quickly. Had a couple good things. I don't even know where to go with this. We're all universally, and I want to say we, I mean, everybody who's watched the Indy 11 knows that that's the pair you want up top, and you want them in that formation, and you want... Justin Braun and easy. Because Justin Braun's work rate is unreal. It's it's unreal. You look at his heat maps, you look at yes. his touch maps. I have a question. Hold on. To your point on that... Go ahead. For those that would ever listen to this and don't really understand, like, heat map and work rate... It is one of like the top, not just of, of NASL. I mean, of almost any league I've ever seen. He's back playing Justin defense. Braun's work rate, and you look at where he's been. Why was he ever even over there? Like he should not even have a track stat. They over call him there. Prefontaine, dude. He <laughs> he doesn't stop running. He does the hair and everything too, dude. No, and he just gets knocked constantly, like hit yeah. and knocked, and he just keeps going. And I'm like, that dude. I just I don't know why he just seems really undervalued. Like the role he's carved out for himself on this team with his hold up play and his ability to go get balls, go win. He's balls. gotten really good this year about that hold up play. I think that's huge. I think he's progressed a ton, and maybe it was part of his game that it's it's now blossoming. But I'm telling you, his ability to receive a ball and then do something worthwhile with it is useful to this team. And a player like Eamon Zayed, who is good at finding the goal and is good at making the run at One the far post. One I yard. understand he's right footed. I understand. One yard. I understand. I understand. He has said himself that he relies on the service of others. He needs a player like Justin Braun to go get the ball and then go find him. Good thing for, for Eamon's eye is Dylan Mares is also an I was going to say, monster. does he need that or yeah. does he need Don Smart and, and Dylan Mares? Or, well, what? Don Smart's invaluable as well. Quick, okay. uh, quick point on Justin. Do you think that's MLS uh, experience coming in an NASL league? His touches, his work rate, everything. Well, like was that. he in the MLS? Yeah, remember? Right. No, no, no. Oh. No, I'm asking you. So, did he have experience in MLS? No, I'm just so asking. That is MLS. I'm just asking. Okay, is that is it is it is, it <laughs> is the MLS experience yeah, yeah. paying that's dividends okay. now in NASL? I know what you're trying to do, but you ain't gonna do it. Here's the deal. <laughs> no, you didn't. So they all, <laughs> without being nasty, they're so all Division be, Two players. Nasty they're all Division to. Two players for a reason. Yes. Yes, thank okay. you. So Justin Braun is phenomenal in this league on this team in his role, yep. which has been well defined for him. I want him on this team playing that exact role he's doing. I, I actually think he needs to come back more than a lot of other players on the team. However, he can't turn and shoot to save his life. Now, fortunately um, for him, nobody can, so nobody's really stealing that yeah, right? job from him. Eamon Zayed has one goal on the 18 the rest of his are inside the six he can't turn and shoot he's the either. diego costa just not nearly as dirty of the nasl it's the within the six or bust dylan Mares is the only but one who can create space for himself dylan Mares is the only one who can create space for himself cut it back and then fire a shot low into the corner and beat the keeper he's done that multiple times on the season you know vuko can do it as well he just he's he he can do it he just that doesn't make any sense for him because he's supposed to be <laughs> vuko almost had an amazing freak goal Okay, what? I said Vuko almost. I know what I don't know what you said, but what does that got to do with what we're I'm talking just saying, about? I'm just, I was just we're saying. talking about making plays for yourself. So Go my ahead. question too, though, on top on top of the uh, the Justin and uh, uh, Easy up top, do you feel like 
if a formation change happened, you just put Justin up top and bring a couple other midf- uh, like another midfielder in. It's difficult. I mean, there were times when Justin went to a dark place, you know, and, and he was hurting himself. He was. He, uh, it wasn't necessarily him, you know, but he was in a dark place and he just couldn't visualize the ball going in. And Coach Hankinson even brought it up to me at a, one practice that I went and visited. Mm-hmm. He told me that he told Justin Braun to make sure he visualizes the ball going in. And so Justin Braun would stay after practice yeah. and keep burying Wasn't balls. he the one who was told that, hey, you got to go home? At some point later in the season, <laughs> that's not even the practice I was at. At some point later in the season, he was, had to be told to mid, stop. It was mid-April or early April. It was the, oh, my God, who did they play? He got taken out, like hurt, almost hurt. And this was after he had the one-on-one and just buried it straight at the keeper. He could have went any direction. Keeper was so far, he could have just – easily and it was straight there and you could just see it on his face and then he got fucking smoked Eamon scores and he got smoked and he's laying there and it was like that point he was like yeah the whole but, but you something took a changed. great picture there right but something <laughs> changed right the whole team came around him mm-hmm. and got him up and, and he ended up scoring like his he, assist was pivotal yes absolutely it was he so, laid his body out he's he's a extremely valuable member of the team his role, as I said, is is well defined. When when Coach Hankinson came in and he wanted some other formation, I'm not going to go into it. He didn't want this. <laughs> he didn't want this. He wanted something else. And guess what? He found he, through. We this, know at the beginning of the season we talked about what he Hank wanted to play versus what he's ended up playing. You know, I'm going to give this guy a big compliment. I'm a I'm a huge member of the Coach Hankinson fan club. He has played to the strengths of a lot of his players. Yes, and he has admitted some of his mistakes, whether verbally or just by his his player selection. You look at players like uh, Don Smart. You look at players like Dylan Mares. These were players that were not in the starting eleven, and at sometimes Don Smart wasn't even in the traveling roster. He makes it into the roster. He makes it into the starting unit, and now there is no way you picture a starting eleven without those two guys. They're original. They're OGs. They've been around since the team sucked when they didn't right. have anything. So tell me, okay, so tell me that. So your perfect midfield at this point. We've, it's been not not a who's who because you've had that same consist, but you've had more people kind of playing midfield. So who is your perfect four at midfield? That's a tough one. And I was I was working back to that. You okay. know, oh, when I'm I'm just, no, no, no. I don't think you took – you didn't do anything. You don't need to apologize. No, I'm sorry. Oh. But it's your anniversary and you get precedence yes, on, on thoughts. Down. Put your hand in mine. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that was sweet. Sanisha Ubi Parapovich. moved a little bit. Sanisha Ubi Parapovich. Morrissey. Right. Uh-huh. Is a number 10. He was brought in as a number 10. He was supposed to be the number 10. He yeah. was the guy. He was injured all through preseason. We know how you felt about him. Still uh, is kind of injured, isn't he? I haven't seen it, but he remember dealt with three different remember, nagging remember, injuries. Remember when he was on the show. Yeah talked about that might very well be the end yeah. of his career yeah, yeah. unfortunately yeah. it's yeah. a back thing that's just not going to be done yeah. and, and that's sad because he's he actually is a really nice guy when you get when you get talk to him you go fuck man you just hate seeing somebody's something that they you know they love and they're passionate and they, it's just being taken away <laughs> he's <Yeah>. number 10 <laughs> it's it's where he's kind of supposed to be Cock. yeah no it's, i agree it's where he's supposed right. to be okay so so he doesn't matter because he's not there so who is your four of players that can be who is your four? That are players that are active right now can play. Who do you want? Are we talking about Sanisha Uber Parapovich? No. <laughs> no, because what happened? What happened? I don't think Aaron still has hung out enough with us enough to understand. When did the you way. shift gears from Sanisha? 
Oh, a while back. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm as like, I said, but players that can actually play. Listen, man, you got to be on it, okay? November 5th. I'm off the ball. Listen. November 5th. Players that can play yeah. will play. Yeah. Who's your four in the midfield? <laughs> That's a tough question. I know. I'm going to – posing it to you. I like how we're, like, intense we've gotten. Doom, doom, doom. I like this, too. Let's do it. Gerardo Torado was brought in because of his instincts, his ability to make decisions and passes. He's they, the guy that you want. Gerardo. He's Gerardo. G's. Still Soft sounds. G. Yeah. Gerardo. Right. J is silent. <coughs> like, hold the cock. Like, Gerardo? Like, Yongi. Am I doing it wrong? It's not Gerardo. I don't think Gerardo? it's Gerardo. 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 Good. Gerardo. Almost like Gerardo. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, get out of there. All right, so we're, go ahead. All right, so no, uncultured Torado, fuck. So Torado, you want him running around grabbing his dick, <laughs> grabbing his dick at people, like just doing this shit. Uh oh. Fight. Right, so. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. Nobody can hear that you on angsty. the recording. You, you could just hear it in the fucking mic, in the uh, headphones. But they know when it happened because yep. we always make noise to it. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is why. Hey, there it is, is again, guys. This is why Aaron writes blogs okay. instead of me. Oh my god, this is a blast. Why don't we do this more often? <laughs> what? Because you only have one anniversary don't you look at a year. Me like that. I'm giving you fucking four. Because you only you have, have one four. anniversary a year. That's I want Dylan. I want Don. Yes. I want Sunisha, and I want. Is Sunisha able to play? Has uh, been right now. Yes. Okay. Um, Brad. You're homing it right now. Andy. It's a tough one. I know. I, I put, Toronto. I pick Brad over Toronto. You know what? Can I get Gorka back? <laughs> I want Gorka. First of all, they both <laughs> pour one out for that. I don't dude. think I don't think Brad has done anything wrong, and I don't think he's he's done anything to lose his spot. There have been times when both of those players playing simultaneously have gone like forty three of forty four passing. Right. Okay. It's not like Brad makes terrible mistakes. No. It's just the final ball or or a more attacking ball coming from a three time World Cup veteran. Is going to be better. Bradring is one of my personal heroes. Okay. He's a legend. Yeah. He is the legend. This is. And it's not just the drinking thing. It's just the dude is just Brad Ring. He's Brad Ring. First of all, he's a guy who's going to go in and do whatever it takes for his team whenever given an opportunity. He's have a the in front of his name. The Brad Ring. Fuck yeah. Nikki Patterson's one of those players as well. I noticed you, you know, he's been you deployed. Him. Nikki Patterson has been yanked around. Nikki a Patterson lot. has been a super sub lately. He's been and, and it's because he's, he's been valuable. the Don. He's been the Don Smart of this. But he's year. been because he could take corners from five yards outside of the actual <laughs> corner marker. He's been deployed in that. a lot of different positions. That, yeah. He's yeah. been asked to do a lot of different things. You know, you, we talked about uh, Justin Braun. He's been asked to do one thing: go get the fucking ball, yeah, hold it up, and then distribute. Okay, Nicky Patterson's played on the left. He's played on the right. He's played in a in a defensive midfield role. He's played attacking midfield roles. Two defensive midfielders, you know, whatever. It's they asked him to do a lot, and he wasn't even a hundred percent when he came in. Uh, he's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. It's kind of a thick midfield. We have a lot of selection there, so that's why I say it's a tricky, it's a tricky decision to make. Who do you put in the middle? I think your your left and your right are solid. Who do you put in the middle? Do you put Do you put because Toronto think, and think, Ring in because they've played together and they've played well together? That's what I'm saying, right? Because it, it, I think if you put one in. It instantly dictates who the other person is because of that relationship of how it works. So, right, I think if you put it in a ring, in do you, can you play mares? Because those two, on honestly, the left. yeah, I, 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 but I still feel like those two play very I, almost too similar of. Styles. If you look at if you look at Mares's average position on the pitch, it's uh, 
an awesome feature that's on the the match statistics. Yes. Mayer spends most of his time in the center of the pitch. He lines up on the left, but just like Vuko, who lines up at left back, spends the most of his time in the attacking half of the field. Um, just a, a left winger or a left midfielder in name only. He spends a lot of time kind of in that number 10 or, you know, kind of um, withdrawn forward role kind of right behind other forwards as they as they move right. up. So um, I think there's a, there's a few positions that are locked down. We obviously want Falvey in. We obviously want Franco in. But a few of those people in the middle, do you put Palmer in center back? Do you keep Sanisha, who's only started six games maybe? You know, that's that's a real question. Right. But has done well the he last two or three, three, two or three games. Listen, he's proven, especially in the last game or the last two games, that he has the class to be in this league. The service to, to Justin on that on the goal was fantastic. He has the class. He hadn't shown it really until right. that point. I mean, he had it was a, always to somebody else, yeah. like on the other team. But it, last game, it just clicked for some reason. So how does this game go down November 5th? With with our stats, I'm asking you. I'm looking at you. I you're want the, I want the to, stat guy. You're the, you're the guest. You're the insider. You're the no, guest. He's the not show. the guest. Oh, yeah, He's not yeah, a guest. That's true. You have a you have a press badge. I do. You get the briefings. Yep. You get to look at me whenever you want. <laughs> oh my god! Why does this just get I weird? Do. I do. Sometimes. How does it go on November fifth? Well, it's pretty simple. Indy Eleven is scoring two point <laughs> three one goals per game at home. Okay. Right. Uh, how are, the Eddies doing on, how are the Eddies doing on the road? I actually don't know their road statistics, but I do know. I can look it up. Come on, Stat Boy. No. Oh, Stat Boy. Is that an insult? No. Remembering things? <laughs> no. No. You got me. I learned. No, because the guy who is Stat Boy now hosts fucking around the horn. Mm. Come That's on. That's true. That is true. Jesus Christ. Get it together. <laughs> fucking sensitive. Sorry, bitch. I thought you said you had important things to do with your life and you're watching around the horn. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. Well, we're, we're there. there. We're, we're doing, we're doing, fucking we're doing being that here. right now. We're there. I'm doing it. I'm fucking mustering through this shit. So let's do this. Okay. No. So how's it you going? Know what? How's you it know going? When I leave here, how's my wife going? will be at home, and it will still be Pissed. an anniversary, Pissed. and I will be in trouble. You won't be. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. I was waiting for the punchline. And I'll be in she trouble. She sent you four texts. How long does it take to get you drugs from CVS? <laughs> <laughs> when to get some smokes, honey? <laughs> I'll be back next year. I went to get some smokes in Muncie. And I'll Edmonton, be back. Uh, here's what I can tell just from my stat boy app called the internet. Edmonton have 25 goals on the air. Mm -hmm. right. Significantly less. They don't score a lot. No. If you can put up two on Edmonton, you have a very solid chance of winning. Indy 11 put up one away in Edmonton, had a really significant chance of winning just shit the bed in the last 10 minutes. Oh, they shit it bad. <laughs> I mean, we were all thinking, oh, this will be the time that they get that like elusive... White Castle shit the bed. Just, oh, God. Here it comes. We've all been there. White Castle. I can tell you, personally, it smells the same. Yeah. I mean, just no matter what you eat at White Castle. Chicken fingers. <laughs> Their chicken, chicken rings are so They're good. They're consistent, though. Yeah. They're yeah, consistent. Consistency. That's true. Their breakfast is actually pretty fucking good. Have you had their breakfast? No joke. Their breakfast is, dude. They they I'm throwing eggs. up like inside. Sponsored permanent relegation <laughs> podcast. This section is sponsored by White Castle Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What you crave? Which is which? 
a lot of people don't know, is the oldest fast food chain in the United States. I once got into a fight with a stop sign at a White Castle. 1929. <laughs> no, 1939. True. It is the oldest fast food chain. And the, How about and that, motherfuckers? Aaron laughed at the fact that I almost got into a fight with a stop sign at a White Castle. Yes, but oh, I really did. Yes, he did. With, <laughs> with my wife's gloves on. <laughs> Anyways. So, it was my birthday. Thank right. you. How do you think? How Uh-oh. do you feel it's going to go? Uh, Stop fucking saying anything when it happens. I think it's. I think it's a two-one win. I think it's. I mean, it's. It's just that easy. I think it's a two-one win. I think that uh, Indy keeps it up at home. Uh, the, of course, the, you think the that. game against Here's, New York is going to be fucking awful. Why but, do you? Why do you think they're automatically there? Uh, because of the quality of play in the last four games, three games. But this that is why Indy they play had. the game. I understand no, saying, that. Why do you think the Why do you think the Cosmos will be there? Because the Cosmos There's no guarantee. The Cosmos, like Indy, are peaking at the right time. Okay. I think that oh, okay. Rio Rio matches up well with New York Cosmos, and I know in the fall, one of New York Cosmos's draws at home was against Rio. So a motivated Cosmos can put a lot of people away, but a motivated Rio can also give them fits. I don't know if it's necessarily a lock for Cosmos, especially given that those players ought to be pissed off that they don't have home field locked up. It is it is for certain that Hofstra is not an option for them. Yeah. Yeah. They get to host the first game, right. but in the second game, even if they maintain home field advantage, they're going to be playing. Right. <laughs> it's not really a home. It's, it's not their home. No. It's going to be harder for yeah. people to get to. I don't even know how you sell tickets to that. Like, as a, as a front office, how do you sell tickets to that? Yeah. Um, we're going to have a second home playoff game we don't know where the fuck it is yeah. i hope you guys make it please it could be in brooklyn it could be in long island it could be wherever here. i mean it could, it could be here so we're in new hampshire it very well could be here somehow i find myself back to the nasl is sometimes a shit show <laughs> um you don't have a contract worked out with your with your hosting home venue stadium where you can host a playoff game they had even brought up the possibility of playing a midweek game instead of a, a weekend game because that's out of the question at Hofstra. New York Cosmos will give anybody fits at home. In the tantrums? Mm. <laughs> I've heard of them. How does it go? <laughs> I'm rambling now, but... It's a, hey, welcome to the Permanent Location Podcast. <laughs> listen, Indy 11 has, has the... Wow, I blacked out. Okay, Indy 11, <laughs> three straight home games... Three straight home games, three zero score lines. Trace Acero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So three three straight. No, what I'm getting to is oh, okay. the teams come into Carroll Stadium knowing they have to score goals and they have to score in bunches. That puts pressure on them. Fall season, Edmonton has only won two games on the road. Yeah, mm. but that's twice as many as Indy 11. That's un- I understand that. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> so well means- aware. So, <laughs> so they're twice as good as Indy 11 on the road. What I'm saying is Indy's advantage right now comes from the fact that teams know they have to score in bunches if they're going to win at Carroll. That puts extra pressure on them, and it opens things up. It's what Indy has capitalized on, not to mention a red card and, and some... Here's the devil's advocate side. Mm-hmm. Indy 11 also has the pressure now of all this talk about, oh, you're unbeatable at home. We, you can't we, lose at home. We lose. Now we get, lose. It, it comes in. Yeah, we're, we're losing to the Eddies. I mean, I'm that's just, definitely a I'm theory. taking my fandom out. I'm taking my fandom out. And I agree. I agree. But if the you streaks have to end when you see John Bush's face and you see Eamon Zayed's face when they're warming up at home, they are fucking serious. 
They should like, be serious every fucking game. I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And a team I'm this kidding, good, and a team this. that has scored 50 goals over the course of the year, should be able to put some people away. They should be able to put Ryo OKC away on right. patched together Velcro right. turf being, and a dumpster right. fire. Being that it is home, that's good. When you look at those 50 goals, how many of them at home? 37. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. 37 versus 13, right? So that's what are you talking about? 13? 50 I'm goals. fucking with you. Oh. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't don't drop math on you. Uh Brandon <laughs> Brandon said, I know I'm delayed, but we basically play a three five two with Dylan floating around the middle and Vuko taking the left. That's not a hot take if you read my blog, but I know Brandon <laughs> does. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon had a lot to say to you uh, in in the stands the other day, didn't he? Yeah, I actually we, we had a great talk. I also had a great talk with uh, the Coach Hankinson fan club and the Eleventh Plague. They're you kinda, you enjoyed sitting in the BYB? Oh my God, I love the BYB. They're my you, people. You weren't all hoity-toity up in the press box that game. I like being up in the press box. Listen, Colluder, shout out to Colluder mode. You just like the free fucking city barbecue. Yeah, you do. That stuff is delicious. <laughs> Don't tell people that there's free barbecue up there. They can't get in there anyway. Yeah, fuck them. Okay. Hey, guys, there's free barbecue. You know who, what else I like? Fuck you. You know what the I mac and cheese is always gone. You know what else I love in the press box? The Mexican announce team. Oh, my God. I actually know one of those guys. Yeah. They're, they're, they're amazing. Uh, he works for Indiana Soccer. His name's Paco. And they're all from Guatemala. They're not Mexican. The Hispanic <laughs> announce team. <laughs> Back it up. Back it up. Colluder likes people to be up in the press box. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it look professional up sure. there. The more people with laptops typing away and the keyboards hitting. Remember it's all the... about an image. It's not about like anything real. It's Absolutely. There is a picture of me somewhere on social media <laughs> where I was the only person in the press box. <laughs> and I took a picture of it because I was like, yep, I'm kind of hardcore, but not really because nobody cares to be up here. You will... Players are sometimes up there when they get red cards. Like Janicky yeah. was hung out and watched the game up there. Regan got kicked out of a game or got got banished yeah. and he spent the whole time on the walkie-talkie uh down to the trainer <laughs> and that person was relaying information straight to hankinson you know him. are you supposed to talk about that right now what do you is mean? there a statute of limitations i don't know if there's a statute of limitations it's hearsay i mean who am i no what did you just call it a what statue huh. statute it's a statute i'm aware oh, i said okay. statute anyways with your voice and then seeing you in the press box like you could literally be hispanic <laughs> Yes, you're a fucking ginger <laughs> with a giant beard and a natty light hat. I mean, because because Greg, because Rake Straw's over in his own little <laughs> private area there with the fucking Brad. You could be the Vin Scully All right. of Indy uh, 11. Here's my idea next year. Uh, here's Vin my Scully. idea for next year. My idea for next year is to do uh, radio. No. Live the drive home. The drive home. Literal live radio. This is mad. Live, live radio go home. streaming on the internet. During the games, oh, unfiltered, no sponsors, just talking through the games. I'm a, I'm, I'm. So news break. I am leaving Indiana. Congratulations! So not going to be doing that next year. I <laughs> know uh, I'm leaving Indiana. Hot yeah. take. Where are you going? We're moving to Schaumburg. Are you really? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> no, I got a thirty-year mortgage. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids in high school. I got kids. <laughs> I got kids in a... Look, I look, I look like a wet cat in a tub. I look like a dude. Here's what, here's what I here's what I say. Okay. Here's what I say. Okay. Telling me, <laughs> telling one of your best friends that you're moving to Schaumburg live on the podcast <laughs> is a dick move. <laughs> you know, out of all the things I've done, yeah. that is definitely. If you could hear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you could hear tears right now, if you could hear tears, you would. I was literally like. Pow. 
you're selling this really well, and I've had Dude, I've had two it. of these coffee fucking things, Andy. And then I'm like, mm. any of you that might be a football fan, Andy just gave a fucking no Sean Moreno single super tier <laughs> came out. <laughs> okay, anyways, All right, uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. I got Battlefield Aaron, to play. <laughs> me too. You guys got Battlefield? Yeah, dude. Xbox. Yeah. You have Xbox? I'll get it. I got it. Do you have Xbox One? You got Xbox yeah. One? Yeah. Fucking go buy it on the way home. Yeah. Play it on Target. your anniversary night. Tar- <laughs> after after you eat that yeah. booty like groceries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, Throwback to the Cubs game <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> on Saturday, where we said you got to eat that booty like groceries. <laughs> yep. Lisa, if you're listening. He's going gonna... to eat that booty like groceries. He's going to trim that beard up. Oh, it is already kind of trimmed up. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel. It's going to tickle that. Tiny. Lisa, if you're listening, stop listening. Stop listening. This is where. This is where I'm going. I'm going to watch the YouTube listeners just drop off. I'm going to tickle that taint with my beard. Uh, Josh Mason right. said we should have texted him that we were having a show tonight. Why, why? the fuck would we do that? Yeah, you're never why? at the show. Sorry. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. You come dude, to the podcast dude, about as often you go to it as we do. <laughs> he comes as often as we do. That's great. Aaron, it's always a pleasure. I missed you. Yeah, great time. Hey. No, you didn't. You Cheers. fucking hate being here right now. No. You're like, this no, is... No, he fucking left his wife on their anniversary. I know, but now that here. he's regretting every minute of this. I have a lot of leaps to rake this week. So this is probably our last show this season. Uh, we'll probably be back after the postseason. You know, just bitch about shit and then talk about who we want back and who we don't want back. Um, guys, again, I love this team. I love the team. I love this. It's not. It's not the players. It's not whatever. I love the idea of the team, and I've wanted a team since I was a child. I've talked about this. I apologize for my angst. I, I just, you know, I. That's that Chris Ball though. That's Chris. Yeah, Ball I'm angst. just. I'm passionate about shit, and, and right now I want to get, <laughs> I want to get this championship for sure, absolutely, and I really want it to be against the Cosmos. Yep. I really want to whoop that ass. Yep. Eat that booty like groceries. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm gonna whoop that ass like <laughs> fucking three o'clock. Meet me in the schoolyard. Whoop that ass. By the bike I just, rack. I just Baycorn Hill. Come on. I love what we do. There you go. No, shut <laughs> the fuck up. I'm done. <laughs> No, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Actually, it's all bullshit anyways. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Good night. Um, definitely try and follow one of these fuckers on uh, just permanent the pod- relegation. Just, just the podcast. Just, just follow, just follow the podcast. Don't yeah. uh, don't touch our yeah, personal I accounts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. I'll see you guys at the game. <laughs> uh, I'll be there, too, and I'll be the dude that, uh, that goes, hey, fuck everybody. <laughs> I would I, like it if they if everyone. they win and 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 literally we did a camera on Chris in the corner just like this. I don't fucking care. If I have of everybody <laughs> cheering and you're just like this, what the Michael Phelps from the Olympics? Ah, yes, yeah, so my fucking Sith Lord chair. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, this year this year has been interesting and it's been fun to be in the press box with you, uh, oh. for sure. Oh, that was that's Thank always you. interesting. No, your perspective on the game is is fantastic. You. Have an eye for the game. I know that you're a hot commodity, and I know that a lot of people would love to have uh, write blogs just, for you, for like you write blogs for them. Just fucking shut I'm down super, the self deprecation. Right I'm now. super like, thankful that legit. you're fucking dri- writing for us and that you it, give it, us some little bit of credibility. Well, it, <laughs> here's the thing: is I know we have have been just basic lackluster shit bags the last two months, <laughs> and and I apologize for that. Just you know, sometimes you go to dark places. 
and uh, <laughs> you got to pull yourself out of the fucking trench <laughs> occasionally. But I want you to know, Aaron, that it was never, it's never, and I'm saying this publicly, it's never about you, <laughs> and it's never about, I just want you to don't ever take that personally. The last two months has not been about you. Like, I apologize, because you put up incredible work, and you know this. We've talked while I've been down in Evansville. Late night, you wrote a blog. Yes, that's me right now. See yes. this? Everybody cheering, <laughs> and then Christopher... Okay. <laughs> we talked late night. You wrote up a blog and, and we had a very detailed conversation about it. I appreciate your writing. I appreciate your perspective of the game because it is, we're very similar in a lot of ways on the way we view the game, but you have a, an incredible analytical mind when you think about how it should be played mixed with a beautiful passion. So my respect for you is, is, is off the charts. Um, thank thank you. you. No, thank you for that. Um, Likewise, you, you are you are you are phenomenal, and this team needs to understand how lucky they are to have a fan and somebody who is willing to take time out of a real life and fucking write about them. I think one of the write. things that one of the things that goes <laughs> like passion. I'll, I'll I'll kiss your ass too, just because it needs to be kissed. But um, no, literally, because there's there's <laughs> literally I will kiss your ass uh, live on camera. Um, but, uh, the thing is, is that you've got guys that write professionally and get paid for it and don't, I'm not going to knock them. I'm not going to, I'm them. not going I'm to knock them, them, but what Kevin, you, ha you also have, you. yeah. And, and Phil from the Indy star who I went to college with, him, I'm a good friend with, he's a great guy. He knows soccer, but he doesn't know the ins and outs like you do. And I think your, your accessibility and your knowledge of the game An investment of the team yes. investment personally you are fucking invested is un is oh, oh my god it's unparalleled to anybody else yeah, yeah. no i i can't find regardless of podcast photographer yeah. uh any other blog writer no offense to everybody else who writes blogs they're they're, they're fantastic you dudes sit five minutes and talk to this guy and you'll yeah. go jesus everybody knows when i said when when, when, he, when we were talking to other people that were in this like little community of podcasters and like local media guys were like, Hey, we got Aaron writing for us now. And they're like, how'd you fucking do that? I'm like, well, he kind of, we kind of asked and he said, yes, <laughs> I'm big fans of your guys. So uh, I've been of, listening to your pod since of, the beginning. Of, so of, that's of what we're supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and again, that's why or just what, what we are rounding about is, is again, I apologize for the last two months. Oh, seriously. I do. I'd apologize to you. No apology needed for me. I want to, I want to say thank you guys for letting me even, Right under this, your mouth. This is not a goodbye, by the way. And we're I also, still doing this. <laughs> no, we're just we're just giving each other high fives right now. Hand jobs. You high fives and hand jobs. Was I about to say? Yes, you were. You did. I was reading. High five hand jobs. Like you're really like. Can you? We're not just giving each other hand jobs. Does that work? So the new expression hashtag high fives and hand jobs. High five hand jobs. Just okay. I got a tweet from somebody, and I'm just gonna close with this. Cosmos tweets today indicating they have a New York venue secured. And will announce tomorrow. Ooh, now, good I don't, for those fucks. I'm just saying. No, I'm. Just, yeah, thank, that's, that's good. good. That's good news. No, and that's good for for the fans that want to be there and see an NASL. And it also uh, sounds like we put some there. real journalism into this by closing with a fact. Yes, <sighs> I love it. I love finishing with the fact. I don't like that. And just we close with a fact, and I just I just tweeted out hashtag five half fives and hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Get that trending. Hey, everybody Everybody who stops us at a game and says, hey, where are you guys at? Why haven't you guys pod podcast in a while? We really appreciate you. Uh, who knows when the next show is going to be? It's going to be sometime. Uh, we're not going to be we're not going to be podcasting every other week like we usually do. He's got a busy life. I've got a busy life. Um, 
we'll have some random shows. I know that there's a lot of off-season moves that'll happen a lot. Uh, we'll have Aaron here as much as we possibly can. We'll have new guys. We'll look have to the guys. blog for that stuff. Yeah, sure. And uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for following. We're actually the highest uh, followed podcast in the NSL, so really appreciate that. God, we don't deserve it. And I'm no, you guys. Thank you. thank you. No, no, no we, we do we not deserve don't. it. And thank you. Thank you so but, much. But uh, everybody who stops us at a game and, 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 and you know, every just... every single one <laughs> of you people, every single fan and every person I've ever met, you guys are so unbelievably kind. Yeah. And you guys are the fucking best. I don't think we've ever. You are the best. Thanks, yes, we, fans. No, I think we have, but but guys, you guys are the fucking best. Yeah, we don't deserve you. The we pe- don't. The Thank people you. that when we're sitting at when I'm sitting in the BYB and I hear I hear people like say hi to me and then and then behind me like, uh, he's the, the guy that podcasts yeah. for the thing. And I'm like, this is really weird because I'm just some jackass that has some microphones yeah. and was gifted spend, a, a spend thing. ten minutes with us and you'll fucking hate us. So <laughs> I mean. Can confirm. Yeah, no, it's true. Aaron's no, one of those Aaron's guys. Though. You spend five, you spend ten minutes with Aaron, you fucking hate him too. So that's why he's good with us. Yeah. If you ever see us at the, if you, uh, so November fifth. Listen, here's what I'll say, and we've never really talked about this. November fifth. If buy you're your in, tickets, if buy your tickets. Yes, buy your tickets. Make sure you buy your tickets. Go to the game. There. Follow that us. Shit out. Listen, follow us on Twitter. We could probably do some giveaways. Colluder probably has a couple no, tickets I'm for us to now, give away. I'm gonna force him to do it. Yeah. Well, no, he will. We already talked to him about it. Um, I, I personally will be buying tickets for newbies. If you prove to me that you've never been to a game and you say, I want to go to a game. All right. I'm not going to buy a hundred of them. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a cap. Yeah. yeah. A cap. If now you're not being generous. Now you're saying, Hey, no, I'm I will be, buy okay. tickets for people who have never, if you prove to me, you've never are been, you, are you putting USL regulations on me? That's bullshit. I don't want to deal with the USL regulations. Keep going. If you can prove to me that you have yeah. never been and you find me on the Twitter. I've never been to a or game. the Facebook. I've never been to a game. I'm not buying you a ticket. You have a press pass. <laughs> I can use the fancy bathrooms. Thank you. <laughs> I want to get as many people to this thing as possible. No, I want to get do. the sellouts. Okay. Yeah. And also, listen, going. if you're at the if you come to the game early, come to Lot B, go to the west side of Lot B in a little grassy area there's with a some big trees. Ass tree. Yeah, there's a couple trees. Uh, very small grassy area. That's where Chris, myself, Aaron. Our wives, friends, everybody's going to be hanging out there. Come say hi. Come have a drink with us. More than likely, you'll probably get a sh- you'll probably get a shot of something. Aaron usually brings whiskey, and it usually goes on drink. So go ahead and uh, unless I'm there, then we're drinking. <laughs> I with brought Falvey, brother. I brought Irish whiskey for Colin Falvey's Irish brother. Yes. And he turned his nose up at it. Yeah. For oh, his, here we go. Is this <laughs> different than his like Canadian brother? Hey, hey. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Some people are going to start punching. punching. Use your words, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yes. come find us. Come find we'll us. Hang out. Lot West. B. West side of Lot B. Yeah. Um, come find us. Say hi. We'll give you a hug. We'll high five. Whatever you Awkward fucking comfortable. Goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't a goodbye. We'll just talk to you soon. It's an ellipsis. Bye. It's, yeah, it's a dot, <laughs> dot, dot. Okay. Uh, glory, glory, Man United, even though they suck. Bye. <laughs>